0: Hey, James. Hey, Steven. You know, last time we talked, you asked a question that was our question of the day that I then answered so long that we had never actually got to your answer. You actually have the most upvoted, whatever you call it, answer on Quora. Although for this I one really question.
1: appreciated your answer to that question. So, well, I, I so I'm glad you. we did the episode on that.
0: I, I appreciate you right back. But I want to hear your answer. So the question was, what can I learn right now in 10 minutes that will be useful for the rest of my life? So James Altucher, what can you teach me right now in the next 10 minutes that will be useful for the rest of my life?
1: You know, I kind of answered that on Quora almost as a joke because I don't really like the whole life hack thing yeah Another, you don't you don't like life hacking
0: see i think you do i think it's just the word that rubs you the wrong way somehow it
1: does rub me the wrong way because i believe that to be good at anything does require some degree of hard work and there's not really shortcuts not to... podcasting <laughs> well no i think too i think the best podcasts uh, will uh, you know require a lot of look freakonomics how long have you been doing your podcast five years five years and it's a lot of work there's How do you know? Not I've been enough. on your podcast. Well, it is true that, like the podcast at the very top, this
0: American Life and Radiolab, all all of those up at the top, they are unbelievably labor intensive. Which I think people don't, um, you know, no reason they should know. If you're not writers or radio people, there's no reason you should. I call it the maple syrup theory of.
1: Well, you can tell by the production. I can tell I what guess, your, yeah. how many edits happen per episode. All right, but wait. I need the answer to this question. So James, teach me something right okay. now. So so I answer this as a joke, and the next thing I know, there were like thousands of upvotes and comments and so on. So but but these are four things that I do every day and they actually do help me. And and anybody could or should do them? Anybody can do them. It's hit me. Number okay, one Okay, number one, wear a doctor's coat. A doctor's lab coat. <laughs> okay. Why? Well, for one thing, they have huge pockets on the side so I can fit my iPad, my phone, my waiter's pad, my money, anything else I need. I don't need to carry around a bag. Everyone else is carrying around their leather bags, and I'm in just a doctor's coat.
0: Now, you could wear an article of clothing that's not quite so... Doctory white, right, but right? you not could wear a photographer's vest with all those pockets. Yeah,
1: but I don't like the look of that. I like oh. a nice you like white. The, you like
0: to look like a crazy guy yeah. walking around pretending he's a doctor. A nice <laughs> white doctor's coat.
1: Also, the material on a doctor's coat oh. is very uh, thin cotton, so it's not a cold all or, weather. Or, yeah, it's an all weather kind of coat. All right, so, so so but the other thing about that is people stay out of your way. Like if I go into an airport, literally. This has happened. I've gotten to go in the easy TSA line because I'm wearing a doctor's mm-hmm. coat. Like, people will think you're a doctor. Now, I'm not saying I'm a doctor, but people will think you're a doctor. Now, um, what happens if
0: everybody within earshot of you starts wearing doctor's coats? I assume the advantage will dissipate pretty quickly.
1: You know, that I, when someone says... What happens when everyone does this? I always think, what happens if everybody in the world wants world peace? Okay, well, then there'll be world peace. But it's never going to be the case. (laughs) (laughs) So it's never going to be the case that everyone around me is wearing a doctor's coat, unless I'm in a hospital. And you know what? If I'm in a hospital, everyone is still going to get out of my way because most of the people are patients in a hospital. Okay. So rule number
0: one, for making the rest of my life better, wear a
1: doctor's coat. Number two? Number two, carry around a waiter's pad. Okay. So the reason is, a couple reasons. I'm holding up a waiter's pad right now so you can see. First off, it's easy to write down ideas. So you can't write a novel on a waiter's pad. You're only going to write bullet-pointed ideas. Or like if I have 10 ideas, I'm going to write them down on a waiter's pad. We talked in an earlier episode about how writing is a muscle, but so are ideas. Coming up with ideas is a muscle. So every day I take my waiter's pad, wherever I am, I write down 10 ideas. And also at the top of a waiter's pad are the di- and I'm showing you oh, are the different shapes of tables oh, yeah, so I can write that. if I'm in a meeting I can write down the names of the people Nice. I, and another use of the waiter's pad if I'm in a business meeting that's important to me everyone's pulling out you know in the beginning of the meeting everyone pulls out their moleskin leather you know pads or their tablets I think it's
0: moleskine isn't it italian uh, <laughs> I thought it was moleskin and someone said moleskine and I thought they were joking Really Hang on I'm dying to know now hang on just give me Keep
1: keep keep rolling obviously yeah, yeah, I okay. think this is we got to find out the answer to this sub-question. I was right sure, now. I was sure. Moleskine. Moleskine.
0: <laughs> All right, hang on, here we go. Moleskine. Moleskine.
1: Moleskine. skin yeah, but they he's he's they're only asking people in Rome how to say it. yeah, but it's an Italian company. <laughs> so what I'm, I'm not in, saying I'm we in should... New York. okay, you're right. All right. so everybody pulls out their so everyone pulls out their moleskin, their tablet or whatever. yeah, I just I put my waiter's pad on the table, and a hundred percent of the time, the CEO or whoever is the alpha male at the table will will make the exact same joke. I'll take fries with that burger <laughs> <laughs> and And so then suddenly, what happens? I'm now the center of attention with my ideas at an important business meeting. And I can start off and saying, look, I'm really frugal. This pad cost me 10 cents on Amazon, and I have thousands of them at home. And then suddenly, everyone thinks I have ideas, I'm frugal, Nice. the whole thing. So, And you're sitting at that meeting in your doctor's lab coat? And in, in my doctor's lab coat. Right. I would have thought
0: that would have made you the center of attention. With <laughs> By then, book. the coast might be off. I see. James and I will have more to say about this in a minute. But first, we have to hear a quick word from our sponsor, Do Not Go Away. What's the most important number in your life? It's not your age and it's not your IQ. It's actually your credit score has a huge impact on your finances, and can affect what you might pay for credit card interest, home, auto loans, and student debt. Luckily, Credit Karma is here to make knowing and understanding your credit score easier. With Credit Karma, there's no catch. They never ask you for your credit card number, and everything on their site is free. They even have an app, so you don't even need your computer to check your scores. So don't pay for your credit score. With Credit Karma, you can see your credit score right now absolutely free. Just text the offer code, which is question, to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. You'll also get free tips and suggestions to help you manage your credit, free credit monitoring, and free alerts when your score changes. Don't let today end without seeing your score. Thanks to Credit Karma, you get it for free. Text the offer code, which is question, to 89800 to download the free app so you can see what may be the most important number in your life. All right. So I want to wear a doctor's white lab coat every day. I want to carry around a waiter's pad and write down ideas. What else is number th- – you said there are four things that will change my life. Improve it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh- bills, carry around $2 bills wherever you go. So, what I do is I always leave $2 bills as tips when I plan on going back to the place. Because okay. if you leave a $2 bill as a tip... You'll be remembered. They'll, they'll remember you. And you so go if to the I bank to, at the beginning of the week and get a couple hundred dollars worth of $2 bills or you, whatnot? You, the Federal Reserve has $2 bills. So the go, you go to the bank and you order like a thousand $2 bills. And they will deduct $2,000 from your account and t- call you two weeks later when they get the $2 bills and you pick them up. And so I have like these wads of $2 bills. But they're great because, again when you first move into a town, nobody knows who you are, but you very carefully go into every store. And again, you're saying
0: you need the $2 bills to be remembered because the white lab coat and the waiter's pad didn't get
1: you there yet? (laughs) Let's say, last time I moved into a town, it was the middle of winter, so I wasn't wearing Uh, the lab coat all the time. The $2 bills were were great for tips. So that's another one. I used to actually write my phone number down. This is More creepy on the two dollar on the two dollar bills. If I had a really pretty waitress, nobody ever called me. Okay, all right. What's number four? Number four is before I do any kind of public speaking, I watch stand up comedy for at least twenty four hours as much as possible. I like that. Yeah, because then. You have mirror neurons in your head where you don't need to learn. Would you how- say
0: mirror neurons in yeah. your head. So, like, right. let's say
1: you want to learn how to climb a ladder. You don't have to climb a ladder. You can watch someone climb a ladder. These neurons kick in, and you've learned how to climb a ladder just by watching someone climb a ladder. So, if I'm watching like really good stand-up comedy, uh, you watch how their body moves, watch mm. what they do with their voice. You learn from their humor, and it always helps me with public speaking.
0: Does it make you more confident or more competent, or do you get confident both.
1: because yeah, both. And also, here's a little statistic. So the average kid laughs 300 times a day. Wow. The average adult, four. Five. Oh, man, that's so so sad. So, hey, so it also helps me laugh a little bit more right before I'm about to do a talk, which I'm really nervous for. I love, that's a great idea. So these are
0: my four answers. How nervous do you, do you
1: throw up before you get that
0: nervous before you speak?
1: I'll feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, I won't throw up. You know what I love? Of
0: all the things I love about Leo Messi, you know who Leo Messi is? You follow soccer?
1: uh yeah not really so he's
0: this magical little five seven no no um but he plays for barcelona and he's argentine he's kind of a boring human but an unbelievable player he's my son's favorite player and he still often throws up before uh matches out of pure like competitive nerves even though he's been doing this for six seven eight years known as one of the best in the world i just take that as a a mark of great excellence, that you care that much.
1: Well, I've spoken quite a bit, but uh, like this past weekend, I just gave a talk in front of 1,300 people. I was scared to death. So uh, right before the talk, I watched Louis C.K., Amy Schumer, Daniel Tosh, Andy Samberg, uh, and probably others. And then you remember. went out
0: on stage in your doctor's lab coat with your waiter. I, no,
1: no, I, I had my waiter's pad as a prop, and I talked about the waiter's pad in the talk, in a TED Talk. All right, so James, um, you've
0: given me four things to I could do in 10 minutes. Just try one of them, okay? Let's yeah, I want to know. Ha, have you heard from people after you wrote this um, who've tried them? Yeah. And what's the, the feedback? Yeah, for
1: instance, one guy started a blog called The Waiter's Pad <laughs> where he'll write down his ideas every day on this blog. So a lot of people have gotten Waiter's Pad. I've also, um, people have tried the $2, I've never seen someone try the doctor's lab coat, but people try the $2 bill idea, the stand up comedy and uh, The Waiter's pad, and they've all written me stories of great success with these three ideas. Well done, James.
0: To hear about our next question of the day, stay tuned. But first, don't let today end without seeing your credit score. Thanks to Credit Karma, you can get it for free. Text the offer code, which is question, to 89800 to download the free app So that you can see what may be the most important number in your life. You'll get free tips and suggestions to help you manage your credit, free credit monitoring, and free alerts when your score changes. Via app or computer, with Credit Karma, you can see your credit score right now, absolutely free. Just text the offer code QUESTION to 89800 to download the free Credit Karma app and get started. You never know how the conversation might go in question of the day, but here's a taste of what the next episode will sound like.
1: So I decided I was going to practice singing, so I I started singing all these 70s theme songs, TV theme songs, <laughs> like Chico and the Man and Welcome Back, Hotter. If you were to start a song right now, I'm going to join you. I, but I probably forgot them.
0: Okay, Chico. <laughs> I definitely don't know the words to that. Okay. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by David Herman with Alison Hockenberry and Greta Cohn.